following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Campin' Out, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. And now your host, Shannon Gross. Thank you, Brad, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, and very, 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 we've had some good guests on here, and no, no, uh, you know, not to throw shade at DJ SC or Bucky Brooks or, or Nui or Nate, Nick Eatman, Nate Eatman, Nick Eatman, but today's guest tops them all. We would like to extend. First off, how you doing, Nate? Hey, man, do your thing, man. You're going on a great road. Okay. Get, don't stop nice. that road, bro. Let, I'm loving that let's road. Let's just get to business yeah. with the great friend of the show, Will McClay. Welcome to the show, Will. How you doing? Wow, man, that's big time. That's man. big time. Put, yeah. put, put, yeah. your, put your mic a little closer. Okay, I'll put it a little closer. There you there go. We go. Ah, yeah. Let's hear that bass in that yeah. voice. How you been, man? You good. Look, you look good. Good. Well, I'm trying to work on it. I'm, you, I'm, look, I got my Nate. My Nate starter kit on. I'm trying to get Man. right, ride the bike. You look all fit. That. Right, what are you doing to stay in shape out here at camp? Well, I'm doing a little bit of walking, you know, just uh, I got a secret called the Bionic Gym. The Bionic Gym? Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Off the air? Yeah. Okay. I want to hear about this. <laughs> I want to hear about this. Well, Will, let's get into it. It's, n- it's not going to be anything but rapid-fire questions for 30 minutes because there's so many things to get to. First question I have. Who who is jump? What young guys have jumped out to you, rookie or, or second year guys? Who who's making a who's making a name for themselves out here? Um, Justin Hamilton has jumped and stood out on the defensive line as a young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're seeing good things from Bohanna. You're seeing good things from Kamara. You know, on the um, defensive side. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, you know we look at it offensively. Um, you know, you're seeing um, growth in a couple of guys. You said. Now, Sed's been here for a while, but Sed's stepping up. Malik's stepping up. You know, guys. Malik who? Not, wait, Malik, who? Malik Turner. Nate? <laughs> Nate? Nate's going to be I'm not changing. That's my pet You can guy. get the wide okay. receiver Coach Adams up here. And my first five, I ain't changing. Oh, them <laughs> other guys, they better make, they better take my first five job. Well, that's a battle. That's, that's exactly that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So those, those, are, those. Are some well, we're seeing some good out. things from young guys. Like you're seeing, you know, some some good things from Joseph. You're seeing some good things from Nashawn Wright. Um, Fahoko's starting to step up. So we're seeing good things from the young guys. Fahoko, now, go a little further. Fahoko, the receiver. Yes. Okay, because you know, I, I guess don't know. Don't no, know. The, oh, <laughs> semi semi Fahoko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. They, you know, they don't know. But go ahead on. You did a better job of the pronouncing. No, but I think. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is the competition from the young guys. I mean, it's going to be uh, – that's what it's all about. And what we always try and do is to build it where there's competition because last year showed us that you can never have enough. So let's stay strong and healthy, but you bring in that competition. Mm-hmm. It brings out the best in them. Let, let, me, let me ask this question. And it's a general question. You've probably been asked it a thousand times. What is different coming out of a pandemic year and you had you got a chance to put your hands on players a little better you i think you answered it right there is being able to put your hands on them i mean uh last year we, we we drafted guys we didn't have the opportunity to be around them find out what they were all about not only as football players as people so the more time you spend around them you get to understand their personalities and how to coach them how to talk to them how to get the best out of them what competition does to them you know the the the, the preseason games will be big so being able to 
get the guys in front of you and to see them play and to put them in those stress environments, you find out more about who they are. Seems to me, and this is probably just a perception thing because maybe I'm just paying more attention, but it seems like you guys have more, more depth, more guys stepping up in more positions this year. Usually it's like, okay, this position group is going to be hard to d- determine who's going to make the team and who's not. This, you know, this year it seems like wide receiver, there's going to be a, a battle to make the team. Tight ends group is looking good. It's going to be a battle. DBs are looking good. We all know the linebacker room's already crowded. Yes. Offensive line's looking pretty good. Def- like, what's, what's the – do you look at the biggest position battle where it's going to be the hardest to make decisions when it comes to final cuts? I think we have really good quality numbers in the in the D line in the front, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of linebackers, um, you know, and in the safety position as we start, you know, we add guys, it becomes competitive there. Um, and I think the best thing is that we have four preseason games. It's great to go against each other. We've been going against each other for a while now. We know each other's checks and signals and calls and some of those things, and there's install. But now it's the competition. Are you able to execute? Okay, we know about the physical ability. Now it's about executing what you're supposed to in those games. Wow. So when you – how do your day start? I mean, I I just want to get into Will a little bit. How how does your day start as as a – a pro personnel director over everything. We get up in the morning. It's it's, it's a 365-day deal. It's trying <laughs> right. to improve the team. Uh, so what we'll do is get up in the morning and, like, this is a unique situation like last year. Right. Well, not last year, but every year all the scouts come out. Uh, this year, because of the numbers with COVID, the college scouts had to stay in Dallas. So they were operating from the star. Right. And we would have meetings at 730 in the morning, our time, 930 back home. We'd meet for two hours, you know, to kind of talk about the way that we're going to do things. And it's a unique challenge this year. Um, you know, last year was a challenge because we didn't get to put our hands on people. Right. Now, coming up for the college draft, all the guys, so many kids came back. There's twice the amount of draft eligible players this year. So we're talking about how we're going to do that. Then we'll watch practice or we'll talk about, you know, the roster, what's going on. We review other teams' rosters. Uh, We go through a process now uh, before teams start playing games is looking at the 90 that they have on their roster, kind of have a checklist of who's making it, who's not, at least generally. So if we can figure out 60% of the team, now we find out what our needs are, and these are the players that we have to watch on each team. College scouts, not only do they go out on the road to get ready for college, they're also part of our preseason scouting. So they'll have a team that they're responsible for. So we go over the teams and we do all that. Uh, and then it's, you know, we watch practice. I mean, we go out to practice, we watch it, then we watch it again. Then there's meetings. It's going into the meetings trying to not understand what we're doing, but also uh, it's a great lesson for us as scouts is to find out what they're like in the meeting room, who's picking up what, how do they take notes, what questions do they ask. Um, you know, all, all those sort of things is what we do, and that's the day, and then we'll have a staff meeting, and then we go back and we watch more tape. So how many people do, does that take more because the load is bigger for as your college, or do you still do that with the same number of guys? And if it, you don't mind me asking, how many guys up up under your leadership? Last year we had six area guys, and the area scouts, we split the country up into, into six different parts, we'll, uh, and they're responsible for that area. They stay in that area. Kind of year after year, they right. start to have their source as well. This year, and, and we had two in-house scouts last year. So what we've done is we've made eight areas. 
so that we can cover the country better uh, with the numbers coming out. So that's kind of how we do it. And then we have um, three guys over the top that are national guys outside of the eight areas on the college side. And then we have uh, five guys, six guys in pro. Wow. Well, you started the Will McClay question, so I have a Will McClay question. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. You coached the Desperados for how many years? I couldn't even tell you for a while. A lot? A lot. What did you, did you, did you, do you like coaching better or the role that you're in now? Um, they're both great, but the, the coaching side is you get to be in it every day. I, I love the teaching aspect of it. That's what I miss the most um, is teaching and being in there every day and making guys better. Uh, the personnel side, you're not hands-on day-to-day, but now it's gathering information. It's looking at yourself. It's trying to put it in a, in, in a, in a way that you state what the player is good at, you know, what his areas of concern, and then you got to see and hope that you're right you know, on the personnel side. That, that's the hardest part there. But putting together a team and, and having a hand in putting this team together, is, that's, the, that's a, a very exciting thing for me because of the story, you know, the franchise, the history and what we've been through and trying to get back there and want to be a part to build it to help us get back to that point. Walk me through, because I don't even know the answer to this. Walk me through, where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Did you play sports growing up? How did you get in? How, give us the progression of how you got here. I grew up in, in Houston, Texas. Okay. Um, played, started playing football when I was seven years old, um, and I played all sports. Uh, went to high school in Houston, and I went to Rice. Uh, went there. I had a couple cups of coffee. Wasn't good enough. Played <laughs> arena football for four years. Did a year in Canada. Uh, and then I started coaching. Well, after I got done playing, I went into, you know, corporate America. What and position did you play? I played receiver and DB. I was okay. a corner coming out. Okay. I know I look like a nose guard right now, but uh, <laughs> corner coming out. Um, and um, I went into corporate world for a little while uh, to use my rice degree. And then I said, I need to get back in football because that's where I grew up. That's all I knew. Uh, so I started coaching arena football, did that for several years in a bunch of different spots. Um, then I got in the personnel side in the XFL in 99 or 2000, the first XFL. And then I, uh, that next year in 2000, I was with the Jaguars and then the arena team started and I had a chance to come back home and I've been here ever since. Nice. I didn't know that story. See, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Tell me. I love you, man. And that's but, why, yeah, here comes yeah. a but. No, nah, no. Nah. But anyway, Will, <laughs> let me get back to that report. Hey, Will. Now, and this, this, this is a pretty tough question, and you know me, man. I, you know, if I don't get an answer, it's fine, but I have to ask this question, man. Uh-oh. And I asked you this question the other day. Will walked up to me and said, Will, it, we got 89 linebackers, and it ain't 89 packages. We, and I try to express to people, it's going to come down to who's the better guy because how many linebackers in today's society, how many times do you see three linebackers on the field? There's always some type of nickel situation, some hybrid situation. And I know you can't give us exacts, man, but what, what do you think about that? I mean, I know it's a good thing to have a 1,000 linebackers, but it's not going to end up that way, right? I don't think it'll end up that way. And, you know, when we talk about the roster and there's a bunch of guys you right. like and we love, you know, the saying is it'll all take care of itself throughout yeah. the process. But, um, you know, you it's competitive there, and not only is it competitive from the linebacker standpoint, when you talk about all the sub-packages you play, well, then there's safeties and nickels that have to play like linebackers. Yes. So it's about the matchups. It's about the versatility. It's, it's about who can do the most roles for your team. 
Um, there got you know you're going to have to. We got to cover a bunch of tight ends this year. A bunch of high level tight ends who can cover, but who can who has range in the box? Who can I mean in in the coverage? Who can fit down in the box? All those things. That's it's that's the that's going to be the big mix of which ones you know make the roster because they're all very talented. See, this this football team, and I want to say this carefully. Each team. That's a first. <laughs> I have to, man, because this is this big week. Uh, each team, we know who they are. Cowboys, offense, Redskins, defense. Watching football Kansas teams. City, offense. Is it harder to scout from that point of view, knowing that, okay, you, you got these great offensive players and the money is there? Is that kind of hard? Do? Y'all don't even think about I mean, when you scout you think about it when you're scouting. Like for us, it's we we scout. It really, you we need to know. You got to win your division, so you have yeah. to know your division. Yes, uh, it's about you know the the NFL now is about matchups, and you know, there's a lot of spread scoring. Want the speed, so you've got to match your division first. Right. Then you look at the schedule and you see who you're playing, and you you know you're trying to get to the coach McCarthy talks all the time about we're trying to get to December football where it matters. So we need to have guys. We need to be able to match up with people, mm-hmm. um, you know, offensively and defensively. And you've got to try and correct the cap. You know, certain you know teams will spend right. you know larger amounts of money, and a lot of teams go right. to the offense because number one, the quarterback makes the most money, right. and then the other positions around it. But you have to even it out defensively with your talent, right. uh, and you got to have depth in that in that deal. And so what we try to do is get the best football players in the most right. competitive environment, um, right. and. Um, and then we let those guys compete and go at it. But we want to have, as you see, we've gotten a, we've gotten longer, we've gotten bigger uh, as a football team defensively. You want to be able to stop the run, but you also want to be able to create turnovers, create havoc against the pass. So we're looking for those elements to compete with the offenses the way they are now. You talked about the two young defensive tackles, and uh, and the first per- time I saw, man, the second time I talked to Coach Quinn, the first time you know you dapped up, mm-hmm. you know. But the second time, I said, Coach, I got to ask you this, man. Uh, the big kid from Kentucky and Hamilton, what, what are you going to do with him? How do you find reps? And he said, Nate, simple. Preseason, every base package. I hope to have them on the field because that, that is what I'm asking them to do. Yes. And I think – I'm not saying last year I'm going to let go, but the roles are more defined. I think when talking to the coaches now, the roles are more defined – and what they want players to do. I think last year, maybe the roles were defined, but it just never seemed to come together. Well, it's like you started the question with yeah. not last year, yeah. not having camp, not having preseason yeah. games. Mm-hmm. You know, you put the staff together, they come together quickly. You don't get to see the players. You don't get to know what they're about. And then you got, you know, four weeks before you play a game and you don't have any games to judge them off of. Right. So that was part of the deal last year. But uh-huh. I think – you know, in, in, in realizing that we needed to go, you know, in a different direction, we hit that, we hit the ground running with that. DQ came in with the staff right. and talked about what they needed, how they were going to use players. Um, you know, he wanted, to, in, in order to help the run defense, we wanted to get bigger. So what's the role? Because as a, on the personnel side, if I got too many big guys who can't rush the passer. That's right, right. That does you no good on the 53. So it's also how those players are utilized and then what the vision of their role is. And Dan was very clear with what he was looking for, how he would play them. And if we got a, you know, a player, say, for example, 
we had linebackers. Micah Parsons there. Right. How do you use him? Well, he goes in the lab. This is how we use what we have. Right. So I think that's uh, that's a little different this year. And because of the time that we've had uh, in in we put into the players, but also the whole process and what we were, you know, we, we know we have to improve the defense. And so we went into that with eyes wide open as to how we do that. Okay. And with the new rule of where y'all start at early and y'all have to go straight through, has that been a, the players have been fresh mm-hmm. and been ready to go with it. Has that helped you all as scouts and coaches? Or are y'all just still overtime? It's, it's, it's still overtime. I think yeah. the schedule was really made for the players to mm-hmm. get them off of their feet and to right. protect them. Um, and it's squunching things down. We're used to it being stretched out a little bit right. more. Um, so it, it's it's just, you know, we have to work in a faster pace with the way the schedule is. But, you know, the hours are still the same. You brought up earlier you got to win the division and you got to know your opponents. And I never really thought of it like this, but I, not in great depth. Do you ever look at matchups? we got to face these guys twice a year, so yes. we need somebody that can cancel this out. When you guys are looking for players and setting the roster, how big of a factor is, like, individual matchups? Like, we've got we've to cancel this linebacker out on this team or he's going to kill us, or they've got this tight end, we've got to have a linebacker that can cover. How much does that come into conversations when it comes to the That's roster? That's more on the coaching side, but we look at what's playing in the league uh, you know, what the trends are or whatever. And, you know, because 11, we talked about when when Nate was playing, you had three linebackers. You had the Mike, the Sam, the Will. They were on the field all the time, the whole deal. Well, you look at, uh, you know, the, your your packages and, and those sort of things. And you pay attention to how you match up. And you see, you know, like teams in our division are built to uh, go against us. I mean, like the, the, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Eagles, their fronts were built – because of our offensive line, mm-hmm. you know, so you you really you do pay attention to those to those things when you're putting together the team. And, and when we came into the league, the Giants, mm-hmm. the Giants made us, uh, you know, made us into who we are because they had Lawrence Taylor and uh, and all those great Rod Rogers and uh, the big yeah. they had another big Hall of Fame. I think I'm from South Carolina State, but Harry they had Carson, a, Harry, yeah, they yeah. had a lot of great players. And Jimmy saw them one time. We was on the it was third, uh, first and goal and we got out to the fourth down and Jimmy say I'm gonna find out today and they stopped us mm-hmm. and the strength coach got fired we retooled off his line and all of a sudden we just became maulers we brought Darvin, and our whole thing was built off of what the Giants were and it's yeah. the identity of our team yeah you know you establish the identity of your team we want to be Offensively, we're going to be explosive. We're going to be able to control the ball when we need to. Defensively, we have to be able to match with our offense. And we got to match with the other teams. And so we got bigger, longer, faster. Uh, th- that's what we're trying to do defensively. You got to, we got to play with speed nowadays. So, now, and I know this is a way away question and maybe not the right uh, question for you, but who is our biggest and baddest NFC opponent. I'm talking about in the East. Who do you think? I because mean, I hate them all, but is it one team that you say, "Boy, watch out"? Well, I, I, to me, I think that the 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 football team, Washington football team, because of their front. And I'm looking yeah. at it from a personnel standpoint. Right, right. They weren't great for so long. They got a lot of good picks. They invested right. those picks in the defensive line. Right. Their defensive line can change the game. Yes, they um, can. You know, and so you look at things that way. I, I think that, um, 
you know, the Eagles have. They play with a lot of speed. They got some defensive talent. Uh, they've been injured on the offensive line, so they got to revamp that. The, the the Giants, you know, whenever you have Saquon Barkley, you you know, you have issues. Um, he's a great player. But the other teams in the division, like the Redskins, got a track team at receiver. So, okay, okay. you know, there's, there, that's why it's the NFC East. That's why it's – up and down is the battles that go on there and the matchups there. Uh, the thing for us is if we can be consistent and consistently win our division and be better than the tip opponents in our division, now we got a shot to get to the next level. So I think that's our goal. You take care of the, the other games, but you got to win those division games. Starting off the season against Tampa Bay, best team in the league last year, Super Bowl champions, is that, from a personnel standpoint, do you like coming out and playing the best to kind of gauge where you're at? Or would you rather have that game been four or five, six games into the season where you could ramp up and and have some time to gel? Does, it, gotta, does it even matter? you got to play them when they're on the schedule. Just whoever doesn't it doesn't matter. Whoever it is, however it is. There's nothing we can do about that. It's on the schedule. we got to go play. Right. Uh, I think it's a great test for where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that will be a great test to start the season. But there's 16 more after that. I was going to say 15, but there's 16 <laughs> more after that. But you begin to figure out where you are, and that's, you know, the regular season. Now it all starts. And I think we have a lot to, to prove. Uh, we didn't have the best showing last year, uh, and, and the guys are hungry, and there's not, uh, not paying attention to. It's one thing I've seen from this team is not paying attention to what's said on the outside. And you bring in this new, fresh group of talent, and then you make it competitive. What you've got to worry about is today. And I think that's the way the guys are approaching it. And I think if we continue to take those steps – there's going to be a big upswing in, you know, how we play and the results going on down the season. You say 16 more. That 17th game, a lot of people don't know how important that seven, that, that That's a deal breaker for most teams yes. because now the bodies. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the right bodies at the right place and some unfortunate things happen, that extra game can hurt you. Yeah, it, it does. And that's, you know, the, the, the league has helped us with the extra game and with some of the things that we've gotten from um, – the the COVID rules, okay, the expanded uh, practice roster. So now I've got 15, 16 guys on the practice roster that if things happen, not only can they fill in, but we're also able to build our young talent, keep that young talent, continue to grow. And when those injuries happen, now you got you don't want to go out on the street. Hopefully you have those guys and we structure that practice roster in a way where we got young guys who can develop and can step in and play in a role if we need them. What is your – what is your favorite thing about camp out here in Oxnard and your least favorite thing? And, not, and maybe not necessarily Oxnard in general, but just camp in general. Favorite thing about camp is, is this is what we do. It's all ball. There's not a lot of other things distracting you when you're in camp. Um, my favorite thing to do is get up every day and be ready to work and, you know, see guys go and compete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and out here it's the wonderful weather. Um, the worst part about camp coming out here is like my sleep, I sleep about three hours a night and I'm all jacked up, so the, I'm, I'm all screwed up on sleep. <laughs> and about the time you get acclimated out here, we're going we back. Go back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How much are we going to see you on Hard Knocks this year? I don't know. I don't know. Not very much. I try and stay away from the. You know, I let the stars. Have be you the been stars. mic'd up yet? No, I have not been mic'd. Are up they going to mic you up? I don't think so. I hope not. No, I, got, I don't want my mom to hear me cuss. I got a question. <laughs> do, do you do you like the 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 abbreviated preseason and the big gap before you have to make those cuts or is there a gap now that you have to yeah. make that you, you know, evaluate those guys yeah there's three there's three um cut cycles so that gives you more time and then you have after that last game you have a week to get everything together and you know see how things transpire so uh, i think it 
hopefully it'll be helpful because what we've done in the past is when it's final cuts, that's a day where we don't sleep for that, at that time of the year. We don't sleep for three days. We kind of because you're going through every roster, you're combing every roster to find if somebody's cutting somebody that can improve your roster. Because you got to turn them in, they get cut at like three o'clock on Saturday, and then we have to turn in claims at noon on Sunday. So the build-up to all of that is has been a burden. But I think we'll see. I don't know. I haven't been through it yet, but I, hopefully this will be better. The, uh, the first date is uh, down to 85 on August 17th. The second date is down to 80 August 24th. And then 53 by August 31st. Yeah, the big the, the, the one to me is because we have four, four preseason games, when you have those cuts – but when you get down to that last preseason game, guys are fighting for jobs. Do you have enough healthy bodies that um, you want to play Yes. compared to the ones that you want to sit and save and get ready for the regular season? So that's still kind of a, a deal with me is like the, having the right number of bodies, you know, to be able to play that last game and play it at a high enough level where you can evaluate. In this first preseason game, this Hall of Fame game we're traveling to tomorrow, what are you guys, from a personnel standpoint, obviously who performs, right? But what else are you guys looking at in these preseason games when it comes to, to filling out the roster? Is it just strictly performance? Is it, is it, hey, is this guy slowly progressing? Is it, you know, how they study, how they watch film? What all are y'all, what all, what does the preseason help you guys do? All, all the things that you said. But the biggest one to me is you get to see who's going to compete. Um, you know, you're seeing another team, you're making adjustments off of what they do. So it's, can I transfer what's on the board to what's on the field? And now what's on the field in full speed with bullets flying, the real bullets flying. Uh, it's the competitive nature. It's how guys respond to when they get their butt whipped. Um, you know, how guys respond to when they're success. It's the bounce back stuff. It's that football character that you look for in those games. It's who's going to compete and who's going to shrivel up when it's time. Mm-hmm. That's the big one that we're, you know, that's what the preseason games I, are. I hope they don't shrivel up, Coach. That's I hope they don't either. Sight, man. I hope they don't <laughs> either. I hope they don't either. But it happens, man. Hey. I have a, I have a question for Will. Yeah. I have a question. Um, so I want to know. Wait, wait. This is Will on Will question. Yeah, Will. 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 I want to know, like, does the size of the draft class, having 11 draft picks, put more pressure on, like, the – uh, free agents that you guys acquired or like veteran players on the roster because you know teams tend to want to keep the draft picks yeah i mean it puts pressure on, i mean it puts pressure on us to make sure we did our job right initially and got the right talent here and then how does that talent fit into what we do now having those picks it gives you more guys to choose from uh the the uh draft and and picking up free agents it's it's not an exact science it's people you're betting on people but you're putting them into an environment with other people you got to see how they mix within that and so you're when you're that's you're building a culture and do those guys fit into the culture not only do they have to have the ability but do they fit into the culture they do things the right way are they guys that you're going to count on and you look at every instance and every meeting to kind of give you a little more insight into does this dude check the box and it puts pressure on everybody that's what competition is i mean you guys are out here competing in what we're doing here it right. brings out the best in you you're trying to have your best show the competition is going to bring out the best in everybody. And if it doesn't, then you don't need to be here. You brought up – good question, Will. We'll keep you. We'll keep you. Thanks, <laughs> Will. Um, you brought up culture. And, and Nate and I do this little thing out on the stage. I'm sure you hear Nate screaming all the way across yes. the practice field. Yeah. <laughs> but a couple of people have asked us out there about culture. And 
you know, there's, you know, questions in the past about the locker room and things like that. When you guys are evaluating guys to bring them in, how much does that play into, you know, bringing a guy in and keeping him or, you know, the culture, the attitude, things like that? Because culture is kind of an organic thing where it just, you know, you can't just say we're putting the right guys in here and then we're going to have a winning team. It, it grows and it morphs and it's a, it's a constantly changing roster that you guys yes. have. How much emphasis do you put in on the, the, the right, I guess, type of guy? You hear that all the time. but It's a big part of it. The number one thing is guys play football for a living. Okay, So we're looking for the right guys with the right mentality to do the job that we need them to do. And so, again, every instance of them being out here, it's being in the tough situations. It's you know what Mike does with the staff and the script and the practices. There's a lot of opportunities to find out which pipe is going to bust first. Uh, and so th- that is a big part of it. But teammates, see, players know players better than any of us do because I'm in the locker room with them. I spend time with them. And then you watch those relationships build. Like you see all the offensive linemen. When we first started, it was the five that had been here. They kind of have lunch, and then the, you know, the, the other ones are together. But now when you see all of them meeting together, when you see the quarterback with them, when you see the D-line and the O-line interacting and doing those things and seeing them take up for each other, or you see the competitive periods and those things, that's all a part of building the culture. It starts off with how Coach McCarthy and, and it, it wants to build this thing and what he's looking for. He sets the stage with that about how we practice, what we do, what we're looking for, no phones in the meeting room, all of those things who can follow those directions who's going to hold who are the leaders you begin okay there's leaders we got a leadership council but who are the leaders um you, you look for all of those things when you're putting together it's the talent but it's also you know as nate can tell you there, it's a unique football is one of the most unique things because we got 53 trying to be one okay so the only way you do that is culturally you're trying to find those that fit that can do the job number one but that fits your culture Last question, you get to take it, Dave. we got to let Will get out of here. Okay, I, that's can, why I kept him on the phone. You yeah. can have the last one. Yeah. It's all yours. Go ahead, sir. I thank you, Will, for coming. Man. Hey. God bless you, man. Glad you out here. I'm just always great to be in the presence of great. That's it? That's your question? Yeah, because I, 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 I'm an on-time guy. You're going to try to take him longer okay. than That's okay. You can, yeah, you you can, can ask. Go ahead. On. No, Go ahead you. On. He said you can't. He didn't say I could. You I did you ever see know. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was, is, was, this little, is what you're going to end the show on? It was a little middle. You're going to end on this. Really? He is. Go ahead. The little what? Oh, you're talking about the. Yeah, the little. But anyway. The short person. My man from Kentucky. Bohanna. Bohanna. I, I love him. Yes. But I don't want to jinx him. Everybody I've fallen in love with, I jinx. Tell me about Bohanna. Um, he, uh, old soul. Okay. okay? Uh, first of all, he's uh, a lot older mentally than he is physically. <laughs> right. Now, right. they call him old soul. But uh, he knows what his job is. And we, I started watching him, oh, gosh, in October – and Coach McCarthy came in, and as we talked about right. what we needed, this was during the season. I'm watching college tape, and he came in and sat down. He said, who's that guy? We were looking at other guys. But you see some – I don't want to jinx him, but there's some right. Chester McLaughlin. There's some of those – because he's a well, big yeah. old athlete. Yes, he is. He's 340-something pounds, but he's a big athlete. Right. And he's a big, strong – and he knows what his job is. Now, he's got to prove that he can do that job but he knows what his job is. I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to take two. I'm going to keep the linebackers clean. If I make a tackle, I do. If I don't, I'm going to do my job. That's the mentality that uh, uh, AD, our, our, our D-line coach, mm-hmm. and DQ and Big right. Cat are putting in, and he came in with that. And, um, you know, like most 
young defensive lineman. You know the defensive Rush lineman. You were, and you were a young <laughs> yeah. defensive lineman yourself. <laughs> right. You know, kind of right. a little bit different, kind of cocky. But he is very reserved uh, until he gets on the football field. So I'm excited to see him play because – him, Urban, some of the size that we got with Gallimore, yes. with the Diggy Zoo. Yes. There's the size, not only physically, the 6'5", the, you know, but there's also the length and to be able to use your hands and do all those things. And, and uh, Bohanna's got a unique way of, you know, he's got 34-inch arms and he's 340-something pounds. He's 6'4", 6'5". He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> so if he uses all that the right way, it'll be very beneficial to us. And I think... You know, he's learning and picking things up very quickly. The other thing is you have to be smart in there. The bullets fly. And, you know, you're going to have the down block. you got to read the center. you got to read yeah. the pad. You, all those things. And so he's taken that. Uh, he's done that very, very well for a young guy. There you go, wow. Nate. Got the best answer you could have yeah, possibly Yeah, I did, gotten. man. But did you watch a Game of Thrones, a little physically challenged guy? Yeah. That's his brother. Tyrion. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what? That's okay because because Tormund, the redheaded guy, his right. brother's out there on the field, number okay. forty-four. Go yeah. look him up. That's so That's true. Exactly like oh, yeah, him. Exactly. Oh yeah. Will. That's exactly like him. Does. Thank you so much, thank man. You, man. It's, it's always a pleasure with yes, you. Sir. I had to get out of here. Yes, love, sir. Love watching you guys work. That is it for camping out. No breaks. No nothing. Just straight hardcore football today. We will be back. Oh, it's going to be a while. We'll yes. be back Tuesday going to be Tuesday before we go. I'll be on hanging vacation. with the boys. I'll be, yeah. I'll be out there. Just keep checking the website. I'll be vacation. out there. We'll be out here somewhere. Check the website. Yeah. I think it's Tuesday before we actually have another regular time practice. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, yeah, because we have the Rams on yeah, Saturday. Right. Yeah, the Rams Let's give Will yep. another round of applause. Will McClay, thank you, sir. That's it. Nate Newton, Rose, Will McClay, Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. William, thanks for the live streams. Thanks for the questions, guys. We'll be back next week. Will Kevin on Will, baby. Later. Will this will. has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!